0: Welcome to the Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah from Caterpillar Mom Plays.
1: And I'm your other host, Hill House from Big Love Club.
0: And we are here to bring you the weekly roundup, which I said last week, I was not going to use that phrase again, (laughs) of news. And it's all about uh, gaming of the last week. And to tell you the truth, I am cutting out a lot of tedious stories that I read um, this week because it was all very repetitive. Um, The number one thing I keep hearing about that is really annoying to me, um, let me just go ahead and tell you right now, is the rumors about the Switch Pro or the new Switch um, or any type of upgrade of the Nintendo Switch. We have been hearing rumors about the next um, Nintendo console for over two years. And the last two months, we've been hearing a lot of rumors that are just, they're just annoying. To me, um, I don't care about a Switch Pro until there's an official announcement. Because at this point, it's just, it's just annoying. <laughs> and <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of other news uh, stories that have covered this stuff. Um, if you go to the comments, there's a lot of people who agree with me on how annoyed they are that, of even reading about it. So I'm going to say that um, a lot of the news this week was more rumors of things that I don't even think are newsworthy. So uh, if it's a short show today, um, sorry about it, but I I feel like we are going to cover things that are actually interesting, and I trust that you are too, Um, because otherwise I wouldn't have chosen you as my co-host if I didn't trust you for that. (laughs) 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 But... um, that being said, we always start our shows off by talking about games that we played in the last week. And this week, I got in a little bit of Warzone. And I saw that the battle pass for Cold War slash Warzone is actually coming pretty close to its end. And it kind of creeped up on me. I think it's got less than two weeks now. So um, if you are trying to grind out that battle pass, I do suggest that you try to play it, use some tokens. I'm sure there's going to be a double XP weekend soon because there always is right before the end of the season. Uh, And those are good opportunities to level up real fast. That being said, um, new games that I played this week was Gang Beasts. This is an older game, but I had never played it before. i had seen gameplay. I've seen gameplay of it. So I had a lot of fun playing it. I played it with a group of uh, my family, and it was really, really hilarious because um, there's a lot of cursing involved in this game. (laughs) yes (laughs) it's a it's a brawl it's so if you haven't played gang beast or seen it it is basically like human fall flat as a uh a brawl game like a wrestling version of human fall flat so that's like probably the best way to put it and uh it it is hilarious i think it is uh it's a great game as you said um we didn't play all the game modes but we played the standard one and i thought it was a really well-made game. I believe it's still on sale for about 10 bucks. That's what I picked it up for. And um I don't know. It was it was really fun. I know it's on a lot of platforms, but Gang Beast was really funny. Uh, did you play anything this week?
1: Yeah, actually, I've been playing a ton of Outriders. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I heard a lot of crap about the game. Uh, people were saying that it's basically Destiny 2 and Gears 5 put together with a little bit of, you know, uh some other stuff. I don't and, I
0: don't understand how that's negative. No, and <laughs> those and, are good games. Well,
1: yeah, I think that people wanted something new and something different than the same old, yeah. same old. They didn't want something that was just uh, recycled. Well, I can tell you this: it, it does not feel like a recycled game. It feels like its own game. It doesn't feel like a Destiny two copy. It doesn't feel like a, a mm-hmm. uh, Gears five copy. It it feels like a legitimate its own game and uh when i started playing it uh just last week um i'm hooked i mean i i play it for hours and uh i know a couple other people that have already maxed out a couple of of uh a couple of uh classes and um yeah it's just it's a really addictive game and it's a lot of fun i love the the um the it, it makes you it makes you feel like you have to keep moving, um. If that makes sense, um, with each thing that happens, it makes you feel like you have to go on, you have to keep going. And the bosses yeah. in this game are legit; they're not easy to kill. Bosses. Um, I'm facing a uh, spider right now. Um, I'm only level ten, but I am facing a spider right now that's in the middle of a volcano. It's it's in the caldera, and uh, this thing is nasty. It shoots lava. It creates you know, uh, has a thing where it can, you know, spread out from each of its legs and it causes a crack that, you know, you can get burned from. Uh, and it, I tried to take him on by myself, not going to happen, uh, not going to happen at all. Uh, these things are, it, it's a legit, <laughs> legit scaled up boss, man. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. all the the side quests, there's 33 side quests right now in this game, uh, alone besides the regular campaign. And it's, it's just an amazing game. It doesn't look Really good on um, the Xbox One because this is a next-gen game. However, it plays sweet. Um, There are some issues, a (laughs) couple of bugs. I know that there was one bug where um, uh, the big bug, anyway, that's been going on where it wipes out player inventories. But uh, they do have a patch that's coming (laughs) out um, here uh, that if you logged on between March 31st and April 11th, now this patch is coming out next week. Um, you are going to be given a thank you bundle, um, which, uh, basically you get a, a level appropriate legendary weapon, uh, some titanium and a moat. And, uh, it's a frustration, emote, and it's not obtainable any other way other than through this. Thank you. So, uh, and even Square Enix said that the irony in that was not intentional, but it is fitting uh, because of people were frustrated <laughs> because of the um, the inventory wipeouts. But however, they do have a bug that's going to be uh, greatly reducing <laughs> the um, the uh, times that this kind of happens or the incidences of it. However, um, there will be a mass restoration event that's going to be taking place and you should get back almost all of what you lost if you lost something in the game. Um, uh, now, yeah. um, it's not possible. Now, I just wanted to say this, that the restoration is not possible for items that were acquired. But when the game connection was terminated and you couldn't do an autosave, um, yes, you will get those back because, uh, or no, you won't get those back because it couldn't complete those items in your inventory. And so it wasn't saving it. And yeah, so that's where it is. But, uh, they plan on giving people some other things. If there was any issues, you just have to contact them directly. So these guys are actually taking care of the game, but the one thing that I want people to get out of this more than anything is it's, this is a very playable game. It's an awesome game. Uh, it's, it's just so much fun. And, uh, the characters are very, relatable and cool and and you know it just makes sense the way they tell this story and uh when I first started playing it I was like okay what's going on and then all of a sudden everything started happening and I'm like oh now and and it all started coming together and it's just really really cool I love it and uh yeah I'm gonna keep playing it man if you haven't got it it's free on game pass right now And I recommend you download it and play it because you're going to get hooked on it. The coolest thing about this game is each character, each class is so different from the other one that it's just like playing a whole new game. So, uh, yeah, you guys are going to have fun with it. Pick it up, play it. I think you'll like it. Um, Yeah. That's all I played, though.
0: Sounds good. Um, I'm glad you got to play it. I didn't get the... uh chance to play it there was some other games that i also didn't get the chance to play i was going to play cyberpunk this week but yeah as i yeah. told you before the show um i had, hadn't downloaded that 40 gigabyte patch <laughs> 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 so hopefully i can play that i'm also wanting to check out sea of thieves and i want to see what the game has done in the last i don't know year and a half i haven't played it in a long time it, it looks but, pretty um, amazing
1: i deleted it though, be or uninstalled it because it's I mean, it's the same thing, but it does look amazing. It's an amazing looking game.
0: Right. Um, All I do know is that they have added like a battle pass, which like, oh my gosh, I don't need any more of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) There's there's some other games. I remember, I think. Trying to think of another game that I was trying to get back into. I think I wanted to pick up Fallen Order again. Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, But those are the main games that I wanted to jump back into. And I don't know. They were really enjoyable games. and They're worth me putting more time into them. But that being said, um, I think that's all for this section of the show. We can go on to the news and give people what they came for. Okay, so my only story this week is... a It's a story that means a lot to me because I have a pretty close connection with this franchise. Uh, you may not be a fan of MLB, the show, but for me, I grew up playing baseball, and baseball was like the only sport that I even watched, and uh, I was all about baseball. Uh, that being said, I remember in high school I had a... MLB The Show game, and I played it probably more than any other game on the PS2. I don't remember which one it was, but on the PS2, I played one MLB The Show a lot. And I haven't really played another title in the series since probably the PS3. But what I did come to realize was that Sony had a ownership of the show And it was the exclusive partnership with Major League Baseball. So there was no competition to the show. And we talked about this probably over a year ago about the um, tweet where uh, PlayStation said that MLB The Show was going to come to Xbox in a year. And it was really hard to believe because it was an exclusive Sony title that was going to be on Microsoft's Xbox, which was really weird because it's like, of course, Microsoft has Minecraft on other consoles, but like Sony doesn't really have a franchise that they completely fund and then put on other platforms. They don't have that. They're very protective of those companies. Um, So putting MLB The Show on multiple platforms will automatically make this game worth more. And I feel like Baseball has always gotten the short end of the stick with video games because of that Sony exclusivity. And it's not that people don't have PlayStations. They are the number one selling console, of, you know, next to the Switch. Um, But being exclusive to a certain console immediately makes it not on the same playing field as, you know, football games and basketball games. And that just immediately like lets it not even compete. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is going to do very good. Um, this is just is just going to be re- ve- very good for Major League Baseball and MLB The Show because at the end of the day, uh, the partnership with Major League Baseball is trying to see some sort of return. Of course, uh, Sony is paying Major League Baseball for the official license of the MLB players and all that, but the MLB actually does better if there's a wider audience playing the game because, to tell you the truth, there's a lot of people that probably play video games. Okay, that's that's, this is not even a stretch. Like, of course there are. There's tons of people that play sports video games and can become fans of teams and probably will never go to a game. So that being said... Video games actually help those franchises, you know, sell merchandise and keep up their image, and all that stuff can be seen through video game sales of those sports. So, Major League Baseball is getting the short end of the stick with the exclusivity of Sony, in my opinion. Um, it's not that Sony did a bad job with the show games, I think they're very high quality games, but being on only one console has only hurt their partner, Major League Baseball. So this is a very cool thing that's happening that the show is coming to Xbox. I think that is really cool. And it's not just because I'm a Microsoft Xbox fanboy. It's not just that. I think this is a good move from the standpoint of their partnership with Major League Baseball. Uh, But (laughs) that being said, it is extra crazy that it is going to be included with Game Pass when it comes out, the new 2021 MLB The Show. So that is so funny. This is a game that is funded by Sony and is going to release on PlayStation where you can purchase it or you can get it free with Game Pass. (laughs) That is just absurd to me because that's like to put that in perspective it's like if Minecraft was not included in Game Pass and they wanted you to purchase it but it was (laughs) it was free to play if you had PlayStation Now (laughs) that would just be absurd you'd be like why would they not be giving it away to the people that have bought their console you know and so I I don't know like how this whole deal was made but it is just insane that um, Microsoft has put probably an insane amount of money for (laughs) (laughs) to get um, MLB the show on launch on Game Pass. I just think that is insane. And I don't think people are making a big enough deal about it because this is not just a Sony title that is being released on Game Pass. That's one thing. But the fact that this has been a Sony um, franchise for over 10 years exclusive (laughs) and the first time it gets off of PlayStation, it is free to subscribers of Game Pass. I think that's just absurd. That's like, it's not quite the middle finger, but it's just really Microsoft flexing what they can do with Game Pass. And there's a lot of people that are speculating whether or not um, maybe Sony had no say in this. Maybe Major League Baseball was putting pressure on Sony to allow the game to be on other consoles or they would end their license agreement or something. And on top of that, maybe major league baseball was being offered money from Microsoft for putting it in game pass. And then, you know, that's what created the pressure. So there's a lot of speculation on how this actually came into like fruition. But, uh, the current state of what's about to happen is really insane Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, because it is all 100%. Uh, Sony funded game that is coming to game Game Pass. And, That's crazy. And I'm really excited because this is a game that um, I'm definitely going to download and try to play it and see if it like reminds me of being 14 years old playing MLB, like, I don't know what it was. It must have been MLB 06, oh the show. That sounds about right. Um, and the thing is, I'm not going to pay $60 for a sports game. I've never been that guy. Yeah. Um, because sports games are immediately old <laughs> and um, putting out a ton of cash has always been hard but I like the fact that EA has a bunch of their sports titles in EA Play. That's a lot easier for me to swallow and um, the fact that this is not an EA game but this is the exclusive Major League Baseball license game is going to be in Game Pass too so that's really nice. cool and um, I'm definitely going to give it a shot because like I don't know. Baseball is just it's I don't know. I don't feel like people are baseball fans anymore, but baseball has like this special place in my youth. So I, I think it's. Really oh, cool. yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, that that's like all the news I had this week. As I said, most of it was switch pro news that I found. And uh, I'll just hand it yeah. over to you. I know you have a few stories. Well, funny you say that. I've got a
1: couple of switch stories, too uh some good news is coming on Nintendo <laughs> Switch actually uh, <laughs> uh destroy all humans the uh, so remake I say,
0: so i the, say that nobody wants to hear switch news and i'm so tired of switch news you're like well i've got a couple switch stories
1: exactly me. exactly but these are good ones man this is uh based on this is about the remake of the uh 2005 title destroy all humans uh that came out uh yeah. what was it just not too long ago um and uh, I've been playing the remake. I think it was summer lo- last year. Yeah, 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 I've been playing it. I love it. Uh, it's it's really, it's really cool. Now they are talking about doing also uh, uh, a, a remake of Destroy All Humans too. So um, yeah, that should be good too. But anyway, uh, I digress. So THQ Nordic, is uh, uh Black Forest Games Destroy All Humans is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch on June 29th. They're going to be uh porting it over, that has been confirmed. And um, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. You're going to get all the skins in a uh, in a uh, the skin pack DLC. Um, that appears as a ten dollar add on right now on most uh, places, especially like Steam and stuff. I think I got it as a thank you um, the other day, but uh, you'll be able to get it for $39.99. Uh, It's still selling for that. And uh, yeah, so you're going to get the, uh, all the, um, all the previously released destroy all human skin also for the base game price. So, that's not a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Now there is two other collections that you can get. There is the uh, DNA collectors edition which includes the base game, a Crypto and Cow figurine, a keychain and six lithographic and an anti-stress toy or the Crypto 137 edition which comes with all that stuff and a backpack. So, yeah man, June 29th uh this year, uh you're going to get to uh play that on the Switch. So pretty cool thing, man. Uh, Switch is getting a lot of those new games, but also there was a update um, that was made. Now, you know how I love data miners. Data miners always give us all sorts of good shit to talk about. Well, there's one out there called Oatmeal Dome, and he is a Nintendo and Mac focused data miner. And he says that in the Nintendo Switch firmware update 12.0.0, there is an added audio support to a Bluetooth driver which means that Bluetooth audio devices could be connecting to the console here in the new future. Um, right now, every Nintendo, all the best Nintendo switch headsets, I should say, um, they use a 3.5 millimeter headset jack and, um, or else you have to get some sort of an unofficial adapter, which, you know, in order to use it, however, that looks like it's going to change. Um, I give a lot of credence to these data miner guys because uh, they, they do find a lot of good information about it and uh, about these things. And a lot of it seems to be, um, uh, you know, pretty cool. But now the official patch notes for the update say that the update was meant to fix an issue with the save backup feature. And that would fix communication errors that would occur during that process. However, um, and it makes no, uh, uh, mention of audio support. Uh, however, it could be that the update is just a simple backend fix for something unimportant, or it could be like they said, getting ready to fix uh Bluetooth support. So I think it's the latter. Actually, I think it's, or I think it's going to be Bluetooth support. I think that you're, you know, people are going to be able to get to use those. I know a lot of people have been calling for that for quite some time, because unless you have a long cord, it, it, You know, sometimes you could, you know, you yank them, whatever, you know, if you're moving around or getting into the game or whatever, or your arm could pull the cord or whatever, you know, there's a lot of mishaps that happen and uh, the things come unplugged. So I think it's a great idea. Um, Bluetooth support for the switch. So, yeah, that could be happening here in the near future. So two feel good stories for your Nintendo switch.
0: I mean, fine. Finally on the Bluetooth. (laughs) Yeah. The Bluetooth support on the Switch is something that has been like it's been needed for from <laughs> yes and from I, users and it, for years. And
1: it looks like that's what's going to happen. So it looks like they're going to they're going to make that move and yeah, and fix that problem. Uh I got two other really cool stories and I'm going to talk about this other one first just because uh about the Halo one first. Um now Halo Xbox have, uh, um, you can play Halo Master Chief Collection on Xbox with a keyboard and mouse now. Um, this is on a console. They have a straight-up uh, support for it. Um, you can change uh, field of view, crosshairs, and you can bind controls across multiple inputs. Um, and this, I think, is going to make Xbox console players... Competitive with PC players, um, one of the main arguments that people have uh, facing PC players, let's say in car- crossplay, is that you know the main one is hackers. We always talk about you know that people are pissed off about PC hackers, etc. So in that respect, being able to play uh, keyboard and mouse on Master Chief Collection, you're, it's going to be easier to avoid cheaters and hackers in console games. It actually is. Um, now, a lot of people are are talking about it and they're saying, you know, God, that would have been cool if Destiny 2 would have had this uh, and several of the, like, uh, Call of Duty on Xbox, all these things. Well, to me, this kind of thing happening with the Master Chief Collection, the fact that they're putting this out for Halo, um, to me says that this is a move that they're going to be making for all of their first-person shooters. Uh, this is going to be... Um, something that's going to probably end up being the norm and people are going to be able to avoid hackers and bots and exploits, which let's, let's be frank, it ruins the game experience for a lot of people when you play on PC. So this is, I think is going to be a good thing. Um, this is going to be able to uh, help people avoid those situations. And, you know, think about it. A, a keyboard and mouse really doesn't cost much more than a really good controller. If you think about it, you know, you, uh, an Elite 2 costs, what, $179? And you could probably yes. <laughs> get a really good keyboard and mouse for close to that. You know, a, yeah. a Razer or or a Corsair, any of that. And so I think this is going to even the planning field a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, competitions anyway are done on console, right? So why why not? Why not make this move? I think it's a smart move. And I think it's uh, it's good that they are catering to the uh, the uh, console players out there that want to play with a keyboard and mouse. So there you go, man. It's uh, This is going to be kind of cool. Actually, I might, um, you know, in, in the near future when they start doing this to some more of these uh, first-person shooter games, who knows, man, if they do something like this to over, Overwatch or something, that would be really cool. I would play it on an Xbox with a keyboard and mouse. I really would and uh yeah so we'll see what happens man so master chief collection on xbox you guys are going to be and that's as of today that's as of today you can fire up your xbox and you can play with a keyboard and mouse on master chief collection halo so give it a shot if you do write us tell us what it's like and the last thing i want to talk about is hideo kojima um Everybody knows who he is, Death Stranding, uh, worked for Konami, Metal Gear franchise, all that, um, did a lot of collaborating with Sony and PlayStation. Well, now it looks like he's going to be working on an Xbox title. Uh, this has been apparently in discussion for several weeks. Um, there is a, uh, There was a report that came out from VentureBeat, uh, a journalist by the name of Jeff Grubb, who reported that Microsoft is currently in discussions with Kojima to publish his next game. And um, no idea if the deal has been signed, and um, or anything like that. But it's gonna end up being an exclusive, and the reason why is because Sony and Konami own Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid, so there's no way that they're gonna, uh, you know, make that an Xbox exclusive. Uh, you know, and well, look at it—we're putting Major League Baseball on Xbox now, so who knows what's going on? But it's really—it's uh, kind of interesting um, because uh, they were hinting. Um the uh Kujima production studio art director was uh uh I don't want to mess up his name, but it's Yoji uh Shinkawa was talking about how there was uh something going on that they were working on something for the future. And um it's gonna be interesting to see what it is because this guy has a, a kind of a, a genre going on with his production company, especially with Death Stranding and um and people are wondering, is it going to be a survival horror game? Is it going to be just a survival game? Is it going to be a, um, another death stranding? Is it going to be something like that? And then a lot of people are assuming that it's just going to be something outright brand new from the Kojima game studios. So yeah, man, this is going to be uh pretty cool. Now, uh, um, they were saying that, uh, because there was a conspiracy theory that came out yesterday um, there was a reveal of a PS5 exclusive survival game called Abandoned. And uh, people all over Twitter and Reddit and everywhere else were saying that, it, you know, it's a secret Kojima game, blah, blah, blah. Well, Blue Box Game Studios, those are the ones who were developing. They came out and they said that it is not true. This is not a Hideo Kojima game. And uh, yeah, it's their game. So yeah, he's working on a game for Xbox. I think that's kind of cool. Um it, it amazes me what these guys are doing, man. Sony, Microsoft, all of them. These it just seems like uh every other week they make a, a totally cool and different move that is definitely gonna help them out. But uh yeah, but that's that's really all I got, man. This was a really slow, slow week in news, and I don't have much more on it than that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just thinking about the fact that um I don't know. I just randomly remembered when we were talking about Tur Duckins. I don't know why I thought about that. <laughs> but anyway, um Anyway, I'm very excited for yeah, whatever Kojima's working on next. Oh I, yeah. I I think the coolest thing about Kojima is people do not people do not deny him cash. And you always know that his work is going to be top-notch. As far as production value, it's going to be top-notch. So I do like that he also thinks outside the box. um, But I wish that... (laughs) Here's the thing is he's like... there, There are these type of people in every form of art. There's the type of person in music. There's the type of person in film whether it's actors or directors or writers, where you hope that they don't have much restriction on them and they have creative freedom because you feel like some projects that they've made were not as good as they could have been because of red tape. Um, But then, often those same artists, when they have no red tape, make something that is so out there that people are completely divided on. With like Kojima was Death Stranding. (laughs) where um, he seemed to have complete creative freedom with that game and could do whatever he wanted. I mean, he released a a pea-colored PlayStation 4 controller. Um, (laughs) And that being said, uh, there's people who love that game and there's people that hate it. And so I, I do think it's interesting that there's a kind of correlation with great artists needing this happy medium of being grounded in reality of what you should do but also with the ability to have enough creative freedom to make something unique because I've seen it happen so much in music and I've seen it happen so much in film where you're like, Hey, if they just like made it independent and didn't have the big companies telling them what to do, this would be so much better because you can like see it like trying to squeeze through all the, the red tape, you know? And then when they do, they make something that is like (laughs) polarizing. yeah and so that being said i really hope that kojima can like work with another big company and they kind of meet him halfway where they let him do whatever he wants but then also kind of let him know when it's not much of a game anymore because i think the main complaint for things like death stranding which i can't really talk about because i haven't played it uh but i think the main complaint was that people said it was a walking simulator or that it was tedious And that being said, he probably should have, um, just from the reviews of the game, it seems like he should have honed in on one of the two things. It should have been a walking simulator with not much action so that it's not tedious. Or if it was going to be tedious, there should have been more variance in what you're doing and less about the story. So... I think he was trying to make a game that was like heavy on story, but then like you still had to allow the player to do something, and maybe, maybe that was such a afterthought, allowing the player to do something that it didn't come out the way that envisioned. It, you well, it got
1: it got a pretty good Metacritic score. I mean, it had an eighty two percent on Medicaid, Metacritic, so that's really not bad. And I think that the haters of the game were honestly were just a little. A little too, you know, um, what is that? All that uh, I've heard
0: bad about it is that people say it's boring. That's one hundred percent the negative attention that I've gotten from it. But that's not that's not much of a criticism because I like a lot of games that people would be bored. With. Yeah, I like a lot of games like that. So I don't know. Well, um, a lot of people call it, it out, a
1: masterpiece. A lot of people say it's an absolute matter- masterpiece. And I think, though, that, you know, because most of it got an 80% or above. Um, now, I know Google users even said they had 80% of Google users that, you know, uh, checked it out. They liked it. Um, it's around a 40 to 60-hour game. So, yes, there it, it is a long game. But, you know, I think that... Um, It's, it doesn't seem to have the few things that I've been looking at right now. It doesn't seem to have, um, it, it has more lovers than haters. Let's just put it that way. Um, you know, (laughs) Metacritic out of 111 reviews, three of them were negative. So that's, that's really not bad. Um, I trust Metacritic, you know, when it comes to reviews anyway, that and IGN and, you know, it, it just, yeah. I think there's always going to be haters out there and stuff like that. But the thing about Hideo Kojima is that he has a reputation and he has a formula for what he does. And I think that any company like uh, Microsoft or Sony, because Sony probably did this, um, let him go, let him see what he comes up with. Let him build this, this thing, this, this vision that he has and then see what it is. And, you know, they've, you got to put a lot of trust in the guy because he, he has a formula that works and people just need to let him do his thing. So hopefully Microsoft will do that. And, you know, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be another Epic masterpiece from this guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: you know, yeah, I think the smart way to deal with Kojima is to offer him a bunch of cash to make the game however he wants, but then, as an investor have a amount of cash held back that you don't tell him about that you will offer him when you want him to make a few changes last minute to the yeah. game yeah <laughs> for like quality yeah. of life stuff like when he does present this masterpiece that is like extremely all over the place you're like hey can we like you know maybe make the middle 20 hours of gameplay a little bit more consistent with yeah. the first 10 and yeah. the last 10. And then he's like, oh no, like this is how it has to be. Then you're like, well, here's here's some cash that we can give you for the extra time that it would take to like make these small little tweaks. I believe, <laughs> I, feel like I that's honestly, you have to-
1: I honestly believe that if you were to play this game, I think this is a definitely a, a, a Josiah game um, that if you played this uh I think that you're going to come back and say it's an amazing game, you know? So I can't wait to, I can't wait to see what (laughs) you think about it. Um, But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I even might give it a shot. I mean, who doesn't like Norman Reedus, you know, but, but uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. It's my thing is you're always going to have these haters. You know, you're always going to have people that are, that are shitting all over somebody else because, you know, some people don't like to see people succeed. Well, the guy is a master at what he does. So yeah, I trust that we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Um, maybe I'll try to see if I have that game. I don't know. I feel like I may already own it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> you probably um, do.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I remember looking at it a couple of times when it was on like some extreme black Friday sales. I don't know if I actually did end up purchasing it, but if I do have it, I'll go check it out. And, uh, maybe i can talk about next week or one of those mini games that i keep talking about playing so yeah uh hopefully i'll play something this week um (laughs) that's so depressing that's like hey welcome back to our gaming podcast hopefully i can play some games this week Uh, no but uh thank you for listening everyone um absolutely we we had a short show but uh really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to our show Uh, we'll be back next week and I hope that you're all having a good spring. We're having, uh, me and Hill house reside in Texas and we're having a few of our like five days of spring that we get a year. So it's really cool (laughs) that we have a couple of those days. Um, but, uh, it'll be gone in the blink of an eye next week. It's going to be like a hundred degrees. I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, I hope you are having a good spring. I hope you had a good Easter and um, hope you're checking out some of these Easter cells that I think there's still some going on. So sure. to Check them out and uh, play some new games. Uh, Send us game suggestions. Cause if you, if you listen to our podcast and you think that we're like missing some really good games that are like right under our noses that we like must've missed, send us some suggestions, especially indie
1: games. Yeah. Especially some Especially
0: indie games, yeah. Hook us up with some indie games too, because um, with indie games we can like actually contact the developers and let them know like what we thought about them. Um, so like just um, tweet us or send us a private message on Twitter. We're at Declassified P, um, full name Declassified Cheat Codes Podcast. Uh, contact us there. Let us know like some games that y'all found this week, because I feel like we're failing on the sense of finding new games i feel like we're looking forward to a lot but there's a lot of games out there i know that people are playing that we're not really i, I don't think noticing. we're failing at it
1: <laughs> i i just think that we've we just haven't had the time the last few weeks I, and I it's guess just so. it's, been crazy. it's just been a very busy busy time but uh we we resolve to fix that situation and play as many video games as we right. possibly can <laughs>
0: The four. The first step is acceptance, and uh, yes. I, yes, I think we can accept the fact that we have come up short. But I, I think we can remedy that, and with a couple of weeks, with a rehabilitation, uh, we can be our gaming um, muscle cramping. Uh, <laughs> I'm only saying that because um, my my brother-in-law was telling me about how he was uh, playing video games for like hours upon hours, and he st- suddenly started getting like cramps in his wrist and i was like they could for mothers they call it mother's thumb so i was calling it uh gamer's thumb i thought that was funny but
1: oh yeah. no <laughs> that's hilarious
0: <laughs> but no i get that too i if i play like actually with me it's eyes if i play video games for like 10 or 12 hours i cannot do it with my eyes i have to like give my eyes a rest and it's not oh, from yeah. eye strain of focusing it's like from brain strain of uh, tracking from like tracking movements if you play like a shooter game or something at some point my eyes like can't keep up and it's like just worn out from tracking uh you know these sights or guns and shooters and stuff so for me i think my eyes fail me way before my hands fail me which yeah. you know take take that phrase out of context however you want but um <laughs> that being said um not to in this podcast sound like old men but Go out and play some new games and uh, hope you all have a great week until we catch y'all next week. Later. Peace.